0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the afternoon discussion. Today, I, Victoria Ludwig, will be hosting you alongside my two wonderful guest speakers, Madison Grady and Olivia Carlucci. We are thrilled to join together to discuss the fascinating ideas of satire. Satire is a topic of conversation that is used every day in the world around us. It is a piece of literature that emphasizes human nature and can sometimes be used in a humorous way to poke fun and dig out for a reaction. In order for satire to be effective, it must take a risk and the reader must have a change or rethought view on the subject at hand. Satire is used all around us in many novels, such as one of my favorite, The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn satire is seen in the adventures of huckleberry finn by mark twain through the eyes of a young boy in order to investigate several dilemmas faced by society throughout our podcast we will expand on the use of satire throughout the novel determine whether satire is effective or not and identify where we have viewed and experienced satire this task cannot be done alone which is why i'm overjoyed to have two fantastic guest speakers madison grady was top of her class at harvard university majoring in psychology and english by her side princeton graduate olivia carlucci studied four years majoring anthropology enough of the bragging let's get started welcome madison grady
1: hi victoria thanks for having me this afternoon glad to have
0: you let's begin Majoring in psychology and English, you must be an expert when it comes to the concept of satire. Can you share where you recognize the use of satire?
1: Of course. I love sharing my thoughts on satire. I find satire to be very entertaining when used to add enjoyment to television and novels.
0: I second that. Now, you say satire adds enjoyment to your novels. Can you share one of your favorite novels that involves the use of satire?
1: Yes, easily. One of my favorite novels that utilizes satire is also The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn. In the case of Huck Finn, Mark Twain took a risk in the message that he was sending across during the time period, which was the acceptance of a relationship between two races and two different worlds. There is a moment in the novel when the Shepherdson family sat in the church with guns in their possession. I believe this is incongruity.
0: Interesting. Please continue.
1: Sure, I'll read a quote from page 83 to... support my thought twain wrote the men took their guns along so did buck and kept them between their knees or stood them handy against the wall this quote is is an example of incongruity because it is out of place for men to go to church to practice religion and bring along weapons it is not normal and is is something that would grab the attention of others they are not practicing what they preach
0: great observation now how effective do you feel this satire is
1: The satire is effective because it gets the reader to start thinking about why these men are going to a place of religion if they are bringing weapons along with them, creating a violent atmosphere. It gets people to start thinking about what the point of going to church is and preaching a religion if one is not going to practice it and follow actions that don't conspire along with religion.
0: Thank you for that wonderful insight. Now let's bring in our next expert, Olivia Carlucci, the Anthologist.
2: Pleasure to be here. I find satire a truly intriguing topic, especially in the present day. Now that we've discussed satire in the classic American novel, we can now see it in in the television series Black Mirror in the episode Nosedive, to be specific. Nosedive exhibits different forms of satire in the form of exaggeration and incongruity. In this futuristic episode, in a world where everyone is obsessed with their appearance on social media and how they are viewed by others, one woman becomes obsessed with the thought that she needs to be rated a 4.2 or higher, which leads to her insanity and her downfall. In order to get your rate up, you must be as nice as you possibly can so strangers and peers can give you stars to boost your score, although your rate can, can go down if you do not perform those proper actions. These actions require people to act like someone they're not to a point where everyone is the same and no one can be themselves or different than the rest. This episode is a form of exaggeration because it, it is estimating what the future might be like, seeing the part social media and technology plays in our lives today, explaining it in a way that is unrealistic and a world full of madness.
1: How do you think this episode is effective satire, though?
2: Well, this episode resembles effective satire because it gets the audience to start thinking about what the world of social media is really about and the effects it can have over society and the future to come. Oh, you know, I was watching Saturday Night Live last night and I witnessed some satire. Oh, really? What was it?
0: In the skit called Star Wars Toys, a parody of a commercial is depicted. The statement being made is how adults, who are most likely alive for the original trilogy of the Star Wars movies, have become obsessed with buying the toys simply to look at and keep in a collection case. Meanwhile, the present youth are excited to play with the toys, but the idea is that all the adults have bought them instead. This skit pokes fun at the difference between a toy and, as some might call it, a model or exact replica, indicating it has some worth, as well as asking a question that is why do adults collect
2: children's toys in the first place. I don't think that's effective, though. Really? Why not? Well, although the skit might make some laughs and allow people to say that's true or something of the sort, the topic is not strong enough to be labeled a satire. Oh, I see.
0: Ineffective satire is obvious when the entertainment is only about humor and not in a important underlying message. In the Black Mirror episode, the message is strong and deep enough that it doesn't even need humor to be effective. It is that eye-opening. This is not the case in the Saturday Night Live skit. Precisely. Okay, so let's reopen our discussion on Huck Finn. Madison, do you think this book had effective satire at the time of its publishing?
1: Mark Twain takes risks, especially for the time period it is published. In the post-Civil War era, there is a country where a majority is up in arms about the idea of lack of slavery. Huck's dilemmas throughout the novel confront slavery and point to the conclusion that our country is presently at. This is a conclusion that a sub-10-year-old boy has come to 150 years before it is actually accepted into so- into society. Through the novel, Mark Twain is literally spelling out to his readers that if this young boy can learn to see slaves as human, then why can't adults?
0: You make some excellent points, but these conflicts are no
2: longer relevant in the present. Olivia, do you think it is still effective? Well, the satire used in Huck Finn is effective, but not in the same way as when the, first, as when the novel first came out. The discussion of slavery and its wrongness is one of the majority of the nation can agree with, which decreases the amount of risk that Huck Finn actually takes. Mark Twain uses the satire to remind the present audience of the past dilemmas that we as a nation have faced and how we should keep moving forward. This is pre- prevalent right now when there is still racism everywhere.
0: This book is truly eye-opening, and it reminds me of how Black Mirror takes a risk in its content. The episode from Black Mirror relates to Huck Finn because both of the main characters are conflicted with being themselves and doing the right thing, or going along with what society expects and wants. The satire that is in Huck Finn will always have meaning, because of its topic. Race continues to be a problem society faces for years. Discussing race will only be powerful and make change if one has the ability to have a strong opinion and be confident enough to stand up for your voice to be heard.
1: Well said, Victoria.
2: Couldn't have said it better myself.
0: Thank you, and thanks for accompanying me today. Great discussion. Join us next time on the Afternoon Discussion.